scheduled for one fall. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of our new show, Scheduled for One Fall. My name is Glianne. I'm joined by my good friends, Norma and Steve. A little bit about ourselves, we're students just like you who happen to love professional wrestling. A lot. However, this show isn't about us. This is about wrestling and everything that surrounds it. In the upcoming episodes this semester, we're going to be discussing a variety of topics such as recaps, controversial headlines, and rumors. The music, the style, the merchandise designs, the movies, and even how you guys can come out and support the local wrestling scene here in Houston. So, I know that when one brings up wrestling, they almost immediately think of the WWE. While yes, we will be touching base with the biggest promotion in wrestling, we're going to dive into other promotions such as TNA Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and even Lucha Underground. There's so much wrestling going on, it never stops. Wrestling never stops. We have so much planned out for this show, we might not be able to touch on all we'd like to. We have a solution for this though. We set up our very own website at sf1fpodcast.com. There, we will be posting segments that we might have run out of time on on air and other interesting content. We have a lot of love for this sport and could go on and on about it if we could. We also want to be interactive with our listeners as much as we can. The reason as to why we started this show is because we wanted to create a community for the wrestling fans like ourselves here at the University of Houston. I transferred here last fall and since then, I've seen numerous students walking around sporting a wrestling shirt. The other day I was wearing my soft certified G-shirt and someone complimented me and I don't know if he, if he was a fan or he just thought it was a really cool shirt. But nonetheless, when I see other students on campus wearing a wrestling shirt, I get excited. I even met a girl in my class who, ha- who noticed the shirt and I'm pretty sure it's safe to say we're best friends now, but I digress. We hope that this show can spark a community for fans like ourselves to come together and not be ashamed to rep their favorite sport and athletes and that there are other diehard fans just like ourselves. There aren't many like us, so we hope that this show can help bring us all together somehow. Now I'm going to turn the mic over to my co-hosts and let them start off the show. Hey guys, it's Norma. We're going to start this off with TNA, and since we record these shows on Thursdays, we aren't able to cover the latest episode, so we'll be recapping last week's for you. TNA is gearing up towards the biggest pay-per-view of the year, Bound for Glory, on October 2nd. Bobby Lashley wanted to unify the three championships he'd won, the X Division, King of the Mountain, and World Heavyweight Championship. Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan, who is actually the president of TNA, and Dixie Carter refused to do so, and that resulted in Lashley dropping the lesser of the two titles. Lashley comes out and joins the commentary table last Thursday to observe who will challenge him for tonight's match. I, I love the, how the Pope is straight up, I got issued this with this guy, I'm out. So he went and got like a he coffee wasn't break or something like that. Yeah, exactly. He even took the little Pope with him, which is basically just a little <laughs> tiny action figure of himself. So this number one contender match is a battle royal, and it includes the Bromance, who have a new song. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I was kind of... It sucks. <laughs> up, I'm sorry. They're great guys, but we all really like the other one. And I really liked it when DJ Z was doing the burr, 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 burr. <laughs> That was awesome. Anyways, I okay, so I guess it's something just to get used to in the mean, you know, in the upcoming weeks. Okay, Eli Drake was also included. That man, every time he comes out, you know, you're in for a great show, and that's just a fact of life. Yeah. <laughs> the, we need a hotkey for that. Yeah. Wait, the yeah. fan favorite Eddie Edwards, the tribute, the tribunal. Um, Grado, Mahabali Shira, the Miracle Mike Bennett, and his partner Moose. Moose. <laughs> we need a hotkey for that too. Uh, uh, the Miracle actually eliminates Moose while he was in the process process of eliminating Eddie Edwards. Some may say he plays dirty, but 
I'd say he plays smart. What do you guys think? It is. (laughs) I mean, it works for him. I mean, the miracle has gotten here by doing so many of these underhanded tactics that I don't know. I feel like maybe next week there is a chance he will win the world title. Actually, I'm pulling for the miracle. I'm okay with it. Even Bobby Lashley (laughs) said that the smartest guy in that ring in that battle royal was was the miracle. So true that. Let's see what happens next week. Okay, um, Aaron Rex, or formerly better known as Damian Sandow in the WWE, who, by the way, is starting to make a better name for himself in TNA, and I understand that this is typical of what TNA does, where they sign former WWE superstars and give them their shot at TNA. But, you know, at TNA, you see you get to see the kind of potential that these guys have. Like, who would have known that Drew Galloway, a former member of 3MB, would start his own stable and go on to be one of, the, one of TNA's greatest champions and most notably ec3 who was better known as Derek bateman in nxt oh god like those guys were wasted like Derek bateman i mean the only thing i remember from him is other than the stuff he did with maxine was getting squashed by the ryback and then <laughs> the big guy now drew mcintyre in wwe what a waste he was so talented in fcw it's he went just, from a like the prodigy to yeah like he, he was like picked by vince mcmahon himself he even won the Intercontinental title off John Morrison and then just thrown into a jobber stable, let's be honest. He basically was turned into like Heat Slater where if you lose your matches, you're fired. Pretty much. But in Heat Slater's way, it's you got to win this match to get a contract. <laughs> and don't get me started on what they did with Damian Sandow. When he won that money in the bank and cashed it in on John Cena and actually lost, it's like, yup, that's it. That's Second it. guy to have ever lost. That's the end it's of Damian Sandow. It's not a title Sandow. you want to have. <laughs> That's the end of Damian Sandow. And then I did enjoy the, the sh- stunt double stunt stuff. They actually had so much potential with that, but they didn't do anything with it at the end. Tragic, but Any- I hope. Yeah, anyways, he was set to be the special guest referee for EC3 and Drew Galloway's match. Okay, and the next one was Jeff Hardy versus Abyss. It's actually Brother Nero. Okay, that's okay, true. Yes, you could get us fine. But hey, hey, he actually was what came out and was like, "I'm still here for the creatures." He's oh, wrestling yeah, he's for him for teetering. them. Mm-hmm. He hasn't fully succumbed yet to that. He's not fully broken. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we all have to agree that Matt Hardy's broken gimmick is oh, it's brilliance. Gold. gold. His broken brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> that man is so dedicated to that role. He needs to like have. He is that role. That. Like, at this point, it's not a role. It's just him. Well, it's maybe, an extension of well, himself. Well, maybe the reward can be those world tag team titles from Decay. That's all he wanted, though. All he wanted was to be the tag world team tag champions. team champion. When he came back to TNA, like, but Jeff Hardy broke, broke his, his leg. leg. That was legit, <laughs> but... <laughs> such a selfish dude, man. I can see why Matt was like... Christ. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Rosemary comes out and starts talking about how... You know, they ain't gonna win the titles off. Pretty much, pretty pretty much. much. So this is basically decay or delete. What do you guys think? Oh man, I love the decay, Mm. especially my boy Crazy Steve. But I don't know. I can see, I can see delete, delete, delete winning this. Honestly, eventually. Can we? If Jeff is not well, I'm sorry, Brother Nero, isn't. (laughs) fully into it yet he's not ta- he's not taking the advice that matt's giving him like stop being a spot monkey it's, it's a sickness it's- if matt keeps like pushing him to not like embrace his like 
what he's known for. Like, he's high-flying. Like, that's what he does, and that's what wins him matches. He won't, they won't win. He doesn't want that, to do that, it, though. That's going to that's gonna clash, and he that's going to stop them. He had a premonition, I think. Yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. A premonition. Um, <laughs> he had a premonition that there's someone in Decay that he was going to, like, basically attack. Okay, and somewhere in between the match... He starts biting Crazy Steve's face. The, the he's like, was, he's like the one in my premonition was Crazy Steve. Because apparently he saw in his premonition, as he says, was Crazy Steve took King Maxwell from from where they were living and took him away. I was like, Vanguard One is actually on duty and guarding them right now. That's why. Yeah. And don't forget Scarsguard's there. I mean, he's just there. So apparently, saying proper names like Jeffrey and Matthew entails being a little creepy. I guess. It's because you're not being casual. I, They've been calling each other by their proper names, and it's kind of weird. Steve, and I guess Steven for crazy Steven. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, the match between Abyss and Brother Nero ended with you know Rosemary using the mist in Jeff Hardy's face, and I mean Brother Nero. I can't believe I keep messing that up. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who called me out on that, I too. I know, right? Anyway, Rosemary used her mist to spit in Brother Nero's face, and Abyss finished him off with the Black Hole Slam, and that pretty much was it about with that match. I mean... Yeah, and then the next thing we see is Billy Corgan talking to Sienna and Maria and Allie, yeah. saying that there's gonna be a, cha- a match for the Knockouts Championship. And there may be more than and one competitor in that Also, match. this is kind of random, but like... He basically knocks Sienna's gear by saying it's like a turkey gobbler thing. And yeah. I, I don't understand why this is a thing with women wrestlers that they have to have like some kind of headdress for the, around their neck. For like, it looks like a peacock. For like special occasions. I don't get it. Yeah. It's like why? I'm just, that like I've seen Nia right. Jax do it. Yeah. And Billy Kay did it? B- pretty much, yeah. I don't know. Basically. I, just doesn't, to me, I'm not a fan of that, but that's why I'm not I know a fashion why. designer or anything. So, I mean, oh well. They they do them. Okay, so let's talk about the knockouts match. It's Sienna versus Jade versus Marty Bell versus Madison Rain and Allie. No one would have expected the outcome of this match. Oh, what an outcome it was, honestly. Do you like, want to explain how Allie won the match? Well, first let me... I, I got to give a shout out to Jade. I think, in my opinion, she's got the best shoulders out there. Just throwing yeah. that out there. We also, all, I really want her to win anyways. Yeah, I like, I like Jade and I really love her package pile driver. Um, anyway, uh, Allie, um, didn't she like just fall so, down? So this um, is the thing. Madison was, it was got down. She was down from a move by Jade. Then Marty Bell takes out Jade with her, I guess her baton, I think, or maybe she hadn't. Well, she hadn't had it then. I think maybe she just takes her out, and then she actually takes out Sienna with her baton. And then keep in mind, this is no disqualification match, so it's completely legal. So then she knocked Allie onto Madison's body. And then Jade comes out and throws Marty out. But then what we don't, what was like unknown to them was Earl Hebner was actually counting, counting the pin counting that Allie's pin. unconscious body was on top of Madison's. And then she won. And then they asked her at the end, um, what do you think Marie's going to think of? And then she's like, oh. oh. <laughs> and then it ends there. So I can't wait to see what happens with them. Yep. The next thing, one of my favorite segments of all TNA was the Fact of Life segment with Eli Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, in the ring, all the X Division competitors were in there, and they were talking about who was going to be the next X Division champion since the title was vacated by Bobby Lashley himself. And, well, they were 
Well, Eli Drake was pretty much ridiculing the entire X Division. He just wanted his King of the Mountain he, he's back. King of the Mountain title, which, by the way, is retired now. Yeah, that's going to become the grand... Is it... They're the replacing grand, it with the grand, grand champion. championship, which I don't know any thoughts on that new title from what you know of. Not really. I mean, it's, it's kind of like... I don't. I can't explain it. You know what I mean? Like we have, t- it's like t- just two big belts in a way. Like who, which one's better than the other one or this one? Uh, I just I don't know how I feel about the whole um, putting MMA and wrestling together with mm-hmm. point system and judges. I don't know. But anyway, oh, um, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like how WWE and UFC want to merge together in yeah. a way. TNA is doing it with MMA. Right. Anyway, I enjoyed the part where Rockstar Spud just went yeah. ham he on every single on person in, in that ring. But I felt so bad for him when Braxton was saying about his braces. His, braces. his adult braces, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't remember, it was Braxton Sutter who freaking knocked That's his teeth. That's why he has the braces. In, in, that X, in that X Division title match. And I was like, poor guy. I just, let's go, Spud. You can do it, man. I think the crowd favorite for this, though, is Mandrews. Is it Mandrews? I thought it was more DJ Z. That's what I well, got from Well, for it. me, I feel, I want DJ Z to win just because I've seen him debut and stuff like that. Yeah, he and hasn't held a title in no, four years. And he's also. really entertaining and he's he's really part of the heart and soul that is next division. Well, I guess we'll have to find out to see who will be the next I champ. I guess we will. <laughs> Main event time. Drew Galloway versus EC3 with special guest ref Aaron Rex. Number one contendership for the world title at Bound for Glory on the line. What do you think of this match? It was It was intense. I have to say it's one of those matches that you wanted to see but it's like you're you don't know which way to go i right. like them both but i think i went with east i kind of wanted to go with yeah, ec3 just because he's so Mr. entertaining the third version of carter yep yeah definitely. <laughs> he's like this is gonna be his what do you say the ec3 the, the third time the champ- ec3 t- three time, time champion champ, ec3 time champion yeah. and they're like yeah i see what you did there <laughs> the master of the catchphrase right there. so he did pick up the win and I knew this was going to happen. We all knew this was going to happen. The heel turn? Yeah. He pretty much thinks Aaron, Aaron Rex. Rex screwed him over. I mean, he's been kind of teasing the whole he's a heel turn thing. We obviously knew something was going on because he wasn't just going to interject himself in the match. And, like, right. he has he really had no purpose being a referee there unless there was something yeah. going on after. You know what's funny about all those three men in the ring? That was just an FCW reunion. All oh, top three guys crap. were all those top three guys. That just came to me. Uh, just See, saying. I don't even think about this no more. I don't even think about their past. I'm just no, like, this I'm is just a saying. new, this is a new character. But I can in yeah. FCW they were like supposed to be the next big things, and look where they are now. No, but I think they're better off, you know, in TNA. That's just my opinion. And that's not an insult. That really is just a fact of life. Yeah. I'm really happy for all the people yeah. in TNA. I don't care about what people say about how oh TNA is a cheap company. It's it's still wrestling. Yeah. People are they're still doing what they love. They're making them they're making you know a living off of this. Mm-hmm. It's just not WWE. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna jump right into WWE, starting off with Monday Night Raw. Here's one of our favorite entrance theme songs from TNA, EC3's Trouble. Ladies and we're back. So this past Monday night's Raw was actually live from Houston at the Toyota Center. Steve and I were amongst the WWE Universe in Houston in attendance that night, and it was a show that would literally go down in history because this particular episode of Raw would determine a new WWE Universal Champion. 
But, but before you um continue, I just want to interject. Say Stephanie McMahon during the show kept saying the first ever Universal Champion. So no, we're just gonna no 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 no. So no. we're just gonna forget no, about no. Finn Balor just like that. Okay, uh, there's a picture I saw on Tumblr. Oh, well, a, a gif, gif, whatever you guys want to say it. Um, there's a picture of there's a picture of Finn. It's like they put his head on one of the siblings on Back to the, <laughs> Back future. To the future. Yes, yes. And it, when they say, oh, the first ever Universal Champion, and then Finn's face is disappearing, and I'm just like, that's so harsh, because that one, is. that's my favorite movie, and that's one of my favorite wrestlers. And you to don't combine do that, that to Finn Balor. You don't do that to the To demon. combine that, that broke my heart twice. That <laughs> was yeah. just awful. They just threw him to the corner. Anyway, just okay. continue. If you're out of touch with what's been happening the last few weeks, Yes, Finn Balor was crowned as the first ever Universal Champion about two weeks ago at SummerSlam. However, he suffered a serious shoulder injury that would put him out for about six months for being on a... If you're looking at it on the bright side, but don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. And anyways, he had to relinquish the title the next day. And there were four qualifying matches held last Monday to determine who would advance to the fatal four-way elimination match in Houston. It came down to Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Big Cass, and Seth Rollins. Okay, the show opens up with Corey Graves introducing the four competitors and giving them the platform to talk about their thoughts on the match later that night. This was a pretty entertaining segment. What did you guys think? Good segment. Seth started off by being that, being as arrogant as he is, being like, (laughs) "All you guys are all here for me," and then cue, please cue Seth's laugh right here at this time because he does it quite often. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kevin Owens starts off speaking sarcastically and truthfully and. It's just downright entertaining. I just want to give a shout out to the Houston crowd because they were lit last. I don't know what happened because we've been to so many <laughs> Texas wrestling crowds shows. are notoriously bad. This was actually this kind was of crowd. filled with smart. This was a very smarky crowd. This man, Kevin Owens, had fight Owens fight chance just all over the the freaking arena. It was I really enjoyed that. Finally, Houston, they know who the cheer for. Up. <laughs> Uh, I think I speak for everyone when we were all surprised to see Big Cass in this match because he's basically the wild card in this match. Yeah, he was. And, but he's someone who's not just a big guy. He can hold his weight. Everyone knows that he doesn't need Enzo, even though I do love them as a tag team and I would want to see them as a tag team champion someday. But yeah, it was just he was just a wild card and... What do you guys think? Entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. The only thing that the only thing that worries watch. me about this, is I feel like they're testing the waters right now by giving Enzo sometimes doing his own thing and Big Cass doing his own thing, and I don't know. I'm just scared that they're gonna split them up like not even a year after the draft, and I would not like that. That would not be a good thing. No. I mean, you remember they're great tag team. You remember when we saw them debut and the place just blew off. They Pop just blew off was the roof. amazing. Everyone in unison with their you know whole. You can't teach that shtick. And you can't teach that! I just, they can't separate them. Um, do you guys think it was smart to not have Roman speak at all during this segment? <laughs> you know what? I think that was the smartest thing they've done with Roman in a long time. Because first of all, I just okay. love the cuts of the camera to Roman just like smirking. Just and, like, uh, mm-hmm. And, and th- did anyone notice how his eyes were not like, you know, his hazel colored eyes you know they were the contacts the contacts you know just say they tell them take them out now oh you know just go ahead and break every girl's heart (laughs) okay but uh, i know a lot of people criticize the guy for not having the mic skills Uh, it's not an easy job but a lot of people just i guess they just don't like roman yeah i I think it's because like they tried so hard to shove him down our throats when he won that royal rumble and 
I don't. I think that ship has sailed for you know the fans cheering for Roman. I, f- I feel like they messed that up for him. He's gonna get booed regardless. And the bad thing is, it's not even. It's not like he's even accomplished as much as John Cena has. But they just ruined him so early, and I kind of feel bad for him a little bit, but not too much. <laughs> the segment ended with Roman, st- pretty much the dominant one standing in that tall, the last much. man standing. And it kind of made it seem like as if, oh, no, we're going to have this again. Here we go again. Yeah, in my section, in, when I was actually at the Raw show, freaking, they all started chanting delete every time Roman did anything or even standing tall. I thought we all was, break kayfabes, okay? Yeah, was, that, was, that was hilarious. And there's a guy next to me. He was just all for Roman. He would just be all like, screw oh everybody God. around me. Oh I'm for Roman. Oh, my God. There were like two fangirls just screaming their hearts out for Roman. It's like, please, stop. <laughs> That's the ones you can hear on camera, too. Like, you hear the, the, one, you yeah. really can. the screams. So then we jump right into the Neville versus Chris Jericho match. And this match happened because Jericho cost Neville the match that he had with Kevin Owens, right? His best friend. Yeah. I love Jericho as a heel. He's probably one of my favorite heels. He's so sassy, and I love the weird singing outburst he did when Tom was, I mean, maybe Felipe, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know what his name is anymore. I am Tom Felipe. <laughs> so he's giving us what we all need, and that's the gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, so I really also like what Corey Graves said about Jericho. He's the guy that time forgot. I mean, I respect those who've been in this business for so long and still performing. Most will say that Jericho moves a little bit slower, but it's been, you know, it's years. Yeah, he's still he's been entertaining constantly. You know what I love about Chris Jericho is that he always recreates himself. Every time he comes back, he always comes as a bigger and better character. Right now, I think this is the Jericho I've loved most since the 2000s, honestly. And let me... Have y'all noticed how weird he walks to the ring? You know, with his hand all up in here. Just yeah, like he's, he's got speaking. A little sway. Remember, he's the first one who speaks slowly like this. Do you remember that oh. promo? <laughs> okay, so this, this guy is still doing moonsaults, and it's a bit disrespectful when I see people, you know, just telling these people from the Attitude Era, like, go retire. And I'm just like, you guys, you're disrespecting some of these people who, you know, paved the way for the other people. It's just kind of mean, but. Yeah. Yeah, the match was great actually. I mean, Neville had there was a part where Neville actually hit a beautiful Asian moonsault from the second rope. I mean, I enjoyed that, but but in the end, Jericho won with a beautiful old classic lion tamer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I felt that that lion tamer. I really love that move because it looks so so painful. It really does. <laughs> anyway, so next was Bailey's segment, and she's just so much fun to watch. I mean, I just, I just, I'm sorry, I, I just gush <laughs> over this girl so much. I mean, she is. Oh, I love Bailey. Yeah, continue, I don't think continue. there's a day that I don't see Steve wearing something that represents <laughs> something Bailey. Bailey. Like right now, he's wearing the Making History WrestleMania triple threat match between Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky. But he's also wearing Bailey's um, slap, slap, slap bands. I'm putting her over, guys. Don't blame me. <laughs> That segment was so cute. It was like her first day of school with exactly. her backpack. I was going to say that. So with the backpack open and everything. was adorable. She was basically one of us just walking through like, Pretty much. like a kid in a candy store. It's so cute. And every time you see her, you just get the, I just get like this big smile on my face. Like I had a smile the whole time I was watching yeah. that live. Yeah. And it's just it's like pride. Everyone has pride for Bailey. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh, she's still poor. mesmerized. She gets butterflies around the place. She oh, even tweeted yeah. that when she sees the production yes. trucks. She's like, I still get butterflies. And... You know, she she's is us. <laughs> I just want to mention also uh, Bailey sort of 
you know, hugged me late, earlier that day. So I'm just throwing that out there. Just, you know, it was great. You know? <laughs> oh, her hugs are the best. Yeah. Huggers are awesome. You know, like people used to always tell me, you know, hugs are like, why are you hugging this person? That's, that's weird. Or like, and I'll be like, whatever. Hugs are the understand. best. You don't understand. Yeah. Like I meet people and I sometimes I'll just hug them and it's kind of weird, but a handshake is kind of awkward in a way. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Bye for the semester. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, I don't do that. I hug. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Dana Brooke got this short in that segment. Like poor girl she really did and okay it's just like <laughs> anyway um the next match what was, was pretty much a squash match between nia jackson okay yeah these are squash matches but they're also supposed to be called enhancement matches do you think that what she's been doing lately is actually helping her or or uh, not honestly like the first few times okay they're trying to make her look like a monster she's dominant no one can touch her but now that they've done it all the time since it debuted and like i don't know it's like when is she ever gonna face someone you know competitive i mean they need a little variety in those like yeah it's good to throw them in randomly like every other show or something but they need like some story too and this wasn't even like her best squash match she she botched her um i her, heard people her samoan that. driver is like that's not how you do it dana brooke actually hits a better samoan driver so i was shocked that she messed up her finisher i just, I just hope the Better for Naya. I mean, she's a great competitor. I, and... I think I'm putting Corey Graves over a lot because I like everything he says. <laughs> he even said um, how he described Naya was she has a million dollar smile with it's a million dollar smile with a, on a wrecking ball, and I was like, that is so cute. It's a great commentator. Oh, fun fact about Naya Jax. You know she can bench 225 pounds. I'm just saying that's better than me. So, girl, strong. Put her over, guys. Come on. She really does have a nice smile, though. She's gorgeous. Those eyes. <laughs> Those eyes could kill. That's actually, that's probably why they had to focus it more on her eyes yeah. in her intros. So, the club. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you like these club segments okay, as let, doctors? Let, let, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm they sorry. retired. Have, okay. <laughs> as my friends here know, I'm a big Bullet Club fan. And I feel... Too sweet. Too sweet. But, good Lord. What are they doing, man? I mean, yeah, there's... I mean, yeah, I know that these segments are directed to kids, you know, but... AJ Styles is at SmackDown just nodding. Just like, just like no, 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 no. All I know is, with all this stuff they're doing, which is quite ridiculous, they better get the tag team titles at the next freaking Raw pay-per-view because I am annoyed how they're using them. I it's, feel like they it's deserve like them. When New, when New Day said, you guys came from New Japan where, like, all these dominant guys and now you're coming here pretending to be doctors... And it's just kind of, that's insulting. It's not their fault. It's, it's freaking creatives that's making them be, do this doctor gimmick. If, in my opinion, they should just let them do what they did in Japan. It's just beat everyone up. Exactly. I don't know if it's just me, but I think it was a little uncomfortable and awkward to see um, Dana Brooke involved in that segment. Ha! Ha! The you glove. Want to, you want to talk? Okay, let's be honest. That looked like a, the beginning of a very, very bad movie. X-rated movie? <laughs> X-rated oh, okay. movie. Okay, um, I sent you something on Instagram. Did you see... That thing that yes, someone edited. Yes, I saw. I saw. Christ. Oh God! People but are all, I, freaking fans are too smart for their own good. <laughs> I mean, even even Gallows's a freaking wife hated that segment. Like, yeah, I wanted to save that for when we talk about rumors. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's cool. We can talk about this. She basically said, "I will kill a female dog." <laughs> and I don't know. Dana said said all she said was "ouch," right? Yeah, I just, yeah. I just she deleted these tweets like, though. Apparently, I just feel that Gallus's wife just overreacted in, at the moment. <laughs> I think she did too, but. Eh. So next match, Zayn and Mahal. What do you think of that match? Wait, ho- hometown boy Jinder Mahal though. Come on, he's from Houston. <laughs> no reaction for that man. <laughs> I 
But you know what I did like about that match? It was when Sami Zayn entered, you could actually hear everyone singing his song. Oh, man. I love that. I love when they did that. The last time I heard that let's was... Let's go, right? Let's go. The whole let's go, no, da, 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 you know. The last time the I heard... The Raw After Mania. Yeah, the Raw After Mania and WrestleMania. Like, Ooh, I'm yes. just happy that people here showed appreciation. Yeah, appreciation everyone is up on their feet and ready to dance and sing to his song. I mean, the match was, let's be honest, it wasn't that great. But hey, <laughs> Sami Zayn was put over. I'm happy. And um, I'm just happy. I hope Zayn eventually gets a better push than what he's getting right now. Honestly. But I mean, this is what people like wrestlers who are in who are in the position of Jinder Mahal have, are coming back for. Mm-hmm. They come back here, apparently, to put over the other stars. Which I appreciate Jinder Mahal for. He knows his role. And, you know, he's doing it well. And I'm just, I'm happy for both guys. Mahal for being back and Zayn, you know, just keep on rolling, you know? Mm-hmm. So do you guys feel like there's a chance for superstars such as Mahal to climb back up? I mean, I think he just has to accept his role. And I think he's accepted it. So, I mean, Mahal's here for that reason. I mean, I guess you never know because with Heat Slater, that man just got put over out of nowhere. because oh, Heat Slater knows how to put himself over. Freaking... The 3MB thing, the social outcast, the freaking free agent thing. I that mean, man's been through a lot. <laughs> he's been through a lot. He was part of the Nexus, the core. He's a tag team champion. I mean, come on. Hire Heath Slater, man. That's all I got to say. Dude has the nicest hair, too. <laughs> he used the same product I used, so I'm just saying. So we're going to go into the six-person mixed tag team match. New Day and Bailey versus The Club and Dana. Oh, Bailey. I just... I just gush over her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. She's so infectious to watch, man. Like, I'm smiling right now just talking about her. I'm sorry. Continue. I was sitting next to a trio of guys who I can only assume do not watch Raw because they were just all like, what's going on? Why are there wacky inflatable... Arm filling two men. Thank you, guys. Thank you. (laughs) And why are there unicorns, um, trumpets, doctors, and nurses... But when you put it like that, it sounds like what is happening in this Exactly, but this is this is what we watch on a regular basis, you guys, and we're entertained. We all love this. We buy into it. We bought the unicorn horns. I actually have the unicorn horn. I don't wear it that much because I'm a whole bullet club guy. But I don't know. Did you notice when uh when Gallows and Anderson and Dana Brooke came out, that weird too sweet at the entrance. <gasps> Did light, you see that? that? So yeah. She did it during the match too, and I was like a freaking Gallows and Anderson like Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, you're too sweet. <laughs> you're not <guess>. worthy. <laughs> Nonetheless, these guys were not judgmental or hostile because they actually were entertained and they liked it. They were smiling and everything. I give them props for being open to what's being displayed in front of them because some people would just be like, this is stupid. What's happened to wrestling? And I'm like, this is what happened to wrestling. Get over it. You're watching we're in it. We're a new era. I, I found it extremely hilarious during the match when even Bailey joining the Unicorn Stampede on Carl Anderson. I mean, I feel bad for Carl Anderson, poor, poor guy, cause, but not too bad, I mean, because... It's Bailey. He, it's Bailey. Yeah, you yeah, took a Unicorn Stampede from Bailey, just like Bobby Roode took a Bailey to Belly from Bailey. You know what, what an honor that is. It, it is. <laughs> but in the end, you know, Bailey picked up the win with the Belly to Belly on Dana Brooke, and you're going to see eventually Bailey challenging for the Women's Championship, and hopefully the club takes those tag team titles away from the New Day. It's about time, guys. Come on. Too sweet me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> At least Finn gave us a too sweet. Yeah. Too during sweet. the NXT Live. Um, Sheamus versus Cesaro, the best of the second match of the best of seven series. Uh, Are we guys liking this? Okay. Uh, Are we all, we're tired uh, already. Cesaro. It's only been the second okay, match. Okay. I don't know if you remember. Before SummerSlam, they had two matches where Cesaro won both of them. Then after SummerSlam, 
Seamus wins too. So this is like a best of nine if you count the first this two. This can be a clean sweep. Uh, um, Apparently, Cesaro got hurt. Yeah, he hit his um his butt bone on the freaking his butt bone. This is a PG show, the guys. Legit, the legit scientific scientific name for this or whatever it's called. Yeah, the, medic- the tailbone. <laughs> no, there's a legit name for this. I don't know. This is why I stopped pursuing a major in science. Okay, <laughs> there's guys. Too many names okay. I used to know the names, but now it's I called the butt bone. Everybody. But okay. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Um, Seamus back body dropped. Uh, Cesaro into uh, the post and then threw him back in the ring with, and put on the Texas Clover Leaf and Cesaro had no t- choice but to tap out. I mean, I'm pretty sure Cesaro's gonna come back stronger, but I felt like he tapped out early just so he could self-preservation himself, you know, so he can be ready for the next so, two matches. If he is like you know feeling well, yeah. you think he'll be able to win the next match? I feel like he'll be fine, but I feel like he's still gonna affect that. He's gonna feel the effects from that back body drop into the post. Well, just let's just hope he's careful because every time he starts to climb to the top, something happens. Yeah. We don't need another injury. Oh no, we do not. Please, no more injuries. I mean, he, he missed WrestleMania. I mean, hey, we we could have. He really came used... back after. Though, I know, but, but we could have really used him at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay, we... another squash match or enhancement match. I'm sorry, um, Braun Strowman versus Americo. That's his name. Americo. Yeah. yeah. Much like Nia Jax's match for the past few weeks, we're seeing the same things here. Do you guys think it's going in favor of Strowman now? Uh, he's not, not really. He's not capturing your attention, isn't he? No, not really. Although the last guy he fought really did catch my attention. <laughs> oh, the, the big sweaty yeah, one? That yeah, guy, that guy. I don't even know his name. but uh, The one thing I took from this match was how he just ripped off the mask oh, of America. Oh, dude, the he complete, got major the absolute heat from dis- that. The he absolute got... disrespect, right? Yeah, you don't do that. Like, that's notorious something that you never, ever do. No, he got, like, legit heat from that. Like, like people were booing him for doing that to that poor man. Like, this is fake, but, well, the storyline. Yeah, but, but in Lucha Libre, that's, like, the biggest just, dishonor. Just the gesture of it shouldn't be touched, you guys, right? Well, yeah. What do you think they're going to do with Braun Strowman? I mean... I don't know. It really wasn't working for me when he was the, the black sheep. The, with the Wyatts? Yeah. I mean, Honestly, I'm not scared of the Wyatts, but that's probably just because I like horror movies and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, so I'm not freaked out by the crab walk and everything, and I'm not freaked out by these sheeps. I mean, let's see what happens with him. Okay. Um, so the next thing is when Stephanie addresses Paul Heyman on Brock Lesnar's actions to Shane <laughs> McMahon. What do you think? Out of line? Uh, the singles, man. You never put your hand on an official. Well, someone of superior, superior, you know, superior to you. So, SummerSlam, he plants the F5 to Shane because he tried to prevent any further damage to to Randy Orton. I mean, even Paul Heyman was like, stop, stop. He was on his knees. You know you don't do that, especially to a McMahon. Exactly. You guys heard that he had to pay a $500 fine. I don't know if this is storyline purpose or is this real? It's storyline. I'm pretty sure it's storyline. Because he, this is not nothing compared to the other fines that people had to pay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's Brock Lesnar. He gets that special treatment, you know, because he's the big attraction for Monday Night Raw. I mean, but, you know, I did enjoy the fact that Paul Heyman pulled out stacks of ones. But you know what I liked even more is then when Stephanie said that she, she was insulted by him saying that you're paying me in $1 bills. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she spoke like a true boss. She stuck up for her family and females who dominate. 
Yeah, like the McMahons are like, they fight, but in the end of it, they have each other's backs. There was a statement she said where she was the reason about the women's evolution, revolution. Do you believe that? Do you think she was the catalyst for all of that? I mean, that kind of bothered me a little bit. I mean, she's the one who brought up Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky, but I think that's what everyone, or what she at least in calls a, the revolution, but... In a way, I think Stephanie is part of a woman's evolution because she is this, She is the head, she's pretty much the head of... Pretty much VP of the company. Of this, yeah, this big company. It's the biggest wrestling promotion in the world. So, and it's like she told Paul Heyman, reality staring you in the face. Yeah. Um, I just feel like this whole Brock Lesnar, Shane O'Mac thing, I feel like it's going to lead up to something eventually down the line. Oh, yeah. Like, right away, it's like Shane versus Brock at Mania. You, you, oh, Lord. <laughs> you, you, you know, freak, freaking Shane O'Mac, I don't know. I feel like this man has a death wish because he loves to take those massive bumps. He takes, like, so many hurts, unnecessary bumps. <laughs> Do you think... Okay, so, you know, he got... You guys, he busted Randy's head. Do you guys... Okay, apparently that's that was part of the storyline, but w- why would you want to s- actually let it come to that? Actually, part of the storyline was he was he wasn't even supposed to great bleed that much. He, there was a different way he was supposed to elbow him, mm-hmm. but he got him like straight on on the skull where you could literally almost see brain. It's like it yeah, just went he wrong. Received multiple staples for that. Ten. Ten staples. But yeah. this man doesn't stop. He's already jumping into a feud already. With Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Randy's like, yeah, yeah I got a handful just, of staples. I don't God, care. Randy Orton's such a... He's a bad, bad He's man. a bad <laughs> man. <laughs> That's me being PG, okay? <laughs> so the next thing... I, I'm sorry. I wasn't really sure why this match had to happen. There it was, was the, no reason for it. It was match. the Darren Young versus Titus O'Neil match. match We've the- seen it like ten times already. Yes, I was why? literally texting like, my why? friend yesterday, and he was like, "I'm tired of this. Why? Yeah, this is the perfect. This is going nowhere. This is the perfect example of fifty-fifty booking. One guy wins one week, then the guy wins another week. It's it's going nowhere, honestly. Yeah, this is an angle we've seen basically." Throughout the entire career of these two, it's yeah, just a little twist. They, Bob back. They come back. They come together as a tag team. Then they go away. Then they come back, and then now they're in a big feud with each other. It's just, uh, you know what? It's, I'm not interested in this feud. And the whole let's make Darren Young great again. Yeah, it's not working, guys. Just, I, I don't know if this was a he's good exactly thing. Exactly the same. I don't know if this is a good thing because we're in reference to Trump, or what? <laughs> I don't know. But can anyone answer that the question? Them trying to be relevant. Can anyone answer the question? When when was, when he, was he great? I mean, I'm, I'm Titus was was you know just straight up right when he said you had to have been great first to begin. With. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, in the end, uh, Darren Young won with a roll up. Titus beat Pro- both. The only thing I can say is props to Backlund, who's in like pretty much his seventies for taking all these hits. He's taking yeah, a few bombs. He's taking a few this bombs dude is more in f- more in shape than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, main event, you guys. Fatal four-way elimination match. Big Cass versus Kevin yes. Owens versus Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Who are we all going for in the beginning at first? Oh, that's easy. We for all me. have a soft, soft spot. We all have a soft spot for yes. Cass. Yes, of yes, course. yes. But favorite would have been Kevin Owens. Owens. Definitely yeah, Kevin Owens. Owens. It had to be Owens. Like I, I love Rollins. It, it had to be Owens. I, yeah. yeah, I love Rollins, but like. I also don't want them to shove him as a champion in my face again. Yeah, we don't need a Roman situation with Mm-mm. Rollins. Even though it's completely, totally different in a way. But in a deeper level, it's Yeah, because he, like, he got thrown into that 
first Universal title match, mm-hmm. and we, we're just like, okay. So but, rightfully, we discover that Foley and Stephanie have been partners from this match. Of yeah. course. So we won't see interference. So luckily, we don't see Jericho coming in, and I'm pretty sure Enzo wouldn't have, you know, yeah. tried Did to you see that ruin. video? The oh, yes, of yes. Enzo watching? It's like Enzo was all of us cheering on Big Cass. He's a true G and a true BFF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is going all really well. Each competitor had a solid chance. Man, they they made boot. they made mm-hmm. Big Cass look strong, especially against yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns when he freaking they both went over the top rope after he hit that big boot. That was wow. beautiful. I went back and watched that a couple times. That was, I think that, was great. That was great. Yeah. Well, he so Cass eventually gets eliminated by Owens' frog After splash. After taking, like, three finishers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it took a couple. It took three finishers to put this man down, but eventually, yeah, he went down. So this match really had me on edge of my seat. Pinfall after pinfall, we were all scared because out of nowhere, then out of nowhere, Triple H comes out. And then yeah. we all were like, okay, this is going to be in favor of Rollins. Yeah, because after he... He straight up pit, took... Roman Reigns out. And we all knew that was happening because they have their beef. We haven't seen Triple H since WrestleMania. Since Mania, yeah. Triple H just took Roman Reigns out, got Seth Rollins to eliminate him. It was just Kevin Owens and Rollins at the end. And you would think, okay, here we go. Rollins. Congratulations, Rollins. Rollins is going to win because he's an authority guy. And then it looks like they're both going to attack Kevin. And then all of a sudden, he pedigrees pedigrees Rollins. And then he just looks at Owens. I don't know who was more shocked. Gives him the the nod. Just keep staring, and then Owens goes for the pin, and three Lo and behold, later, we got a new. We have a universal new universal champion. champion, and honestly, honestly, when I when I watched him get the three count, I literally almost did cry because I've seen Kevin Owens since he was at Ring of Honor. I've seen everything he's been through, and I was just so happy. Hell, even he was crying when he won that universal title. He wasn't trying to, but he couldn't hold <laughs> no, it. No, he didn't. Oh, hold on. Before I go into the, this other thing, do you remember that sign you brought the? KO for do it for Harambe. Do it for Harambe. <laughs> he did it. He did it for Harambe. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Shout out to Harambe. We love you, man. We thinking about you every day. It's been a long. <laughs> yeah, let's not sing on this podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, okay. You don't know what I can do. Anyway, too loud to the tracks. But, but, but before we move on from this, like, I ha- can you believe that double turn? Like, I have not seen a legit double turn. I'm not counting the Nikki Bella Carmella one. That to me was an irrelevant double turn, but. The last double turn like that was probably Austin and The Rock at WrestleMania 17. Oh, oh yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, but what was I gonna? What I was going to say earlier was that remember how we were saying that none, nobody knew that Kevin Owens was gonna win, mm-hmm. like including Kevin Owens, including Kevin Owens. <laughs> only pe- people who knew were Reigns, Rollins, and Triple H apparently, and they were all okay with this. Yeah. So not even Stephanie and McFoley knew apparently. Yeah, <laughs> those uh, looks of like those looks of like actual shock were real so what people have been telling me was that this was an average raw with a great ending apparently and i'm like whatever the whole ending just made the whole thing great i don't care anymore i don't care about that tightest on the old mattress when kevin owens won i mean i literally started hugging everyone in my section it was like (laughs) it it was a great day to be a kevin owens fan i mean even ring of honor tweeted at him and saying congrats kevin steen did you see what the bucks posted to the gif of he's like i'm gonna be champion of the universe yeah he's gonna be champion of the universe like wow wow they called it yeah he he called it all those years ago ring of honor and i'm just happy i'm just happy from ring of honor champion to universal champion i'm just so happy for kevin owens kill steen kill basically texas is good to kevin owens 
Yeah. I mean, we were at Elimination Chamber when he finally beat John Cena. In his very first match. (laughs) And then the second time he was here, in first time he was actually here in Houston, he won his first ever Intercontinental title from Ryback at Night of Champions. And now, Universal Champion in the same city, he won the IC title. It's like, it's been a great city to him. I think he's going (laughs) to... He might consider moving here. I don't Texas know. Texas has has owned his back. And no state income tax, so no. <laughs> come over here. When you said taxes, I remember the one thing that Seth said. The only thing that are certain is death, taxes, and Rollins beating Reigns. Oh, <laughs> no, of course. Those are the three certain things, obviously. Yes, yes. But what a great Raw, and I was just happy to be a part of it and be part of a historic moment. Yeah, it was incredible, and the ending was so unexpected, and it left us all satisfied. I met up with all my friends, and we all just couldn't stop talking about... The, the second Universal Champion. Oh, okay, the yes. Second the second ever <laughs> Universal Champion. But yeah, so usually, like we said, Houston crowds aren't as great, but this one was different, and it was just one of the favorite live shows that I've ever attended. All right, so this concludes our Raw portion of our show. We're going to go on and take another small break, and we're going to play the Raw theme song. Yeah. Yay, we're back, everyone. So SmackDown this week. SmackDown. The I show. I finally watched. the show opens up with a controversial clip of the miz and daniel bryan going ham on each other about their wrestling styles and careers this can be seen on last week's episode of talking smack and on the wwe network and for those who don't know about talking smack it's kind of like the walking dead's talking is it talking dead yeah yeah it's kind of like that so then the next thing we see is Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan watching the clip and McMahon offering professional advice to Bryan. Mm-hmm. What were you guys' initial reactions when we, we watched the clip of The Miz pretty much, you know, verbally abusing him? It was intense. <laughs> it really was. I didn't know when the line was, if this was real or not. We yeah. couldn't see the blurred lines anymore. All I gotta say was, that was the best promo I've heard since a certain hero from the Second City told it how it was and as much as i don't want to admit the miz was right on some points he had made some there valid really points. good points there's yeah. a reason why the miz is a good actor okay <laughs> he's not just doing that gimmick he's awesome he, he is i mean because at one point i felt like is this a shoot interview because this feels like he's just telling him how brian to... said he wanted to punch he wanted to punch him apparently when he I would too during, if the, I was during Brian, the sports, like, that was the sports center interview with mm-hmm. jonathan Cochin. i mean i mean he he did kind of press some buttons on, on brian i mean the whole like they knew how to push each other's buttons that's exactly. why remember he was his protege for nxt all those years ago <laughs> yeah. god but can't forget that god, that was but man so i don't think Miz's character is an arrogant athlete but you know, if you've been following the Miz's career like I have, you watch his interviews. He's a really well-rounded guy. And sure, he started off in reality shows like The Real World. But, you know, like I said, I've watched him since doing the Road Rules. And re- you remember those Real World Road Rules Challenge? That was kind of a tongue twister, actually. And so to the time, he was a tough enough and to eventually headlining WrestleMania and starring in multiple movies. He's a talented guy. And I don't know. He also wrestled as a chicken true (laughs) i don't know he people who have the icy belt i just don't think the booking is correct because it's a prestige it's a prestige title and it's kind of getting lost it is it's really hard for someone to just you know push it up i don't know i felt like it started getting good once uh you remember that fatal four-way at extreme rules between cesaro zane kevin owens and him i felt like hey i think they're starting to turn a page on the icy title and then the whole darren young thing happened and well (laughs) 
I don't know. I feel like after this uh, pipe bomb, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they could do something with this right now. And speaking of who's going to be challenging for that title. Oh, yes. How can we forget about Mr. Dolph Ziggler? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he just popped out of nowhere. He did. Not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of Ziggler. That kind of pushed me a little bit towards him. Like, I'm not saying I like the guy, but I don't know. That so, promo, he did come out of nowhere, and that's bothering me. Like, okay, why? Why are you getting thrown into this? But I didn't hate what he said. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really earned the title match. I mean, yeah. After he lost to Ambrose at SummerSlam, it's like, okay, you're just going to Just go down a level okay. and go for the other title. But I'm going to be honest. Maybe Ziggler's last Intercontinental title reign wasn't actually that bad. I mean, when he was actually so, at one point over. So. Can we go back to, like, the talking smack thing? I wanted yes. to say that... I don't want to knock Daniel Bryan off because I was a huge fan of him, but I'm kind of tired of hearing him go on about how if you haven't been wrestling for 12 plus years in the indies and such, then you're basically not worth any championship position. Do you know that's, what guys I'm that's saying? That's like saying like, oh, you haven't earned, you don't deserve have it you because guys, you didn't go through what I did. Have you guys not been picking that up or have, did you guys ever get that feeling that he's saying that he always brings it up okay it does, it's it does seem because he feels like the homegrown talent for wwe is soft and he feels in the indies as it is true it is strong style you they hit for real to a point i can totally relate to what he's saying in some situations because but the reality of of that is that some people just happen to get lucky or maybe not saying this about the miz some people who don't deserve opportunities just get it handed to them the only but they way they still you... worked hard. Like, yeah, the everyone only... has a different story. Exactly. The only way you can overcome these things, if if you're in the competition, is that you continue to work hard day in and day out, and prove to them and everyone in the world that you are main event material. Right. That's all we got. They both main evented WrestleMania. Yeah. So they all had their time. Anyways, hold on before you keep going. <laughs> before you keep going. Yes. The Shane and Daniel thing. I don't like that tension. When he took a stab at him at the yeah. end, he's like, oh, it's, like, it's I don't kind like of that ironic. Because that, that can lead like, to, like, disagreement. It's like, and don't tell Smackdown's me. And finally getting up there. It's kind of like, don't tell me how to take, don't tell me what to do if you can't take your own advice. Yeah. Kind of like that. But, like, that tension, like, Shane was just like, all right, I'm going to let that one pass, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you get away with a lot more. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, mm. You guys need to chill, because SmackDown's <laughs> finally going places. Like, they've got the new titles. They've got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, just please be on the same page. <laughs> please. I'm begging you. So the, the first match is the Hype Bros versus the VOD villains. So they can, so they can qu- shout out to Mojo Raleigh for helping, helping us out and promoting our show. This is Mojo Raleigh, and you're listening to Schedule for One Fall. I love Mojo Raleigh. I love Mojo, he's he a man. He's a man for that. Waited for him out in the sun. <laughs> I am sunburned, but man, he came over made my day. But that's not the only thing that made my day that day. Anyway. Becky. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Anyway. Spoiler alert. Steve the, loves Becky Lynch. The, the tag team match was to qualify for the semifinals. And the people who have already advanced are American Alpha. Whoop. Yep. <laughs> and the, the Usos. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of them right now. What do you, what do you call alphas, them, Lee? Alphas, alphas. Shut up. I'm not even, I, no, I don't call them that. My brothers do. Anyways, I want to throw in some facts before we dive into this match because I absolutely love the little facts graphics. When the oh yeah, competitor. that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that, that, that makes it reminds me of the Matt Hardy version one era. Oh god, the Matt. <laughs> Which, by the way, bless that man's soul again. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, we have the graphics on this side. Why can't we get the moving graphics? Oh my again? god, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, please. Like moving graphics or at least bring back the real fist on the on the freaking okay. thing. Also I forgot. In Raw, you know how their new graphics, how it shows the triangle? I always think of the Ascension. Illuminati! Yes! yes. yes. Illuminati and the Ascension. Yes. Okay, it just comes up and I'm like, Ascension, it's like the no? the first thing that comes up. Hey, yes, uh, I know exactly hey, Lee, what, what you do you mean. call the Ascension? Can you leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see I'm trying to talk right here? Go ahead. Anyway, you were talking about um, the vaudevillains and hype bros? Yeah, the facts. I'm going to throw them out. Mojo Raleigh was the youngest student to ever graduate with an MBA from the University of Maryland. I think those are really cool <laughs> facts, though, right. because so you like not wrestling. You facts don't. In there. You don't expect. You, you don't know that. You don't expect these. Like all you think is you see is these big buff guys who just go to the gym. They're probably idiots, and all they ever do is work out for a living, and then they just get punched and stuff. All they yeah. do is professional stuff. Like Mojo Raleigh. you don't that. expect that from Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, so I like discovering information like that because people just you know they don't expect them to be like normal people they are they're working they're studying too yeah. xavier a, has a freaking ph is a phd right yep. he's a doctor is he a doctor that's a doctor, he's a doctor. Yes. okay <laughs> okay i don't know this is why i don't have one yet i'm kind of ugh, you know anyways and we all knew zach Ryder is one of the most influential people on social media we woo. still woo we still woo zach <laughs> the da- the guy the guy the guy wasn't an intercon- internet champion for nothing right <laughs> That led him to the U.S. side also. It must have done something for him. However, I'm pretty sure we can all agree that we're a little crushed with how the villains' career is going. Oh, yeah. Let me start on mm-hmm. the villains. I mean, they don't even come into the arena in the same car anymore. Just, just... What happened to their intro? Oh, that, that used to be... They did come in the same car last yeah, time. They came, yeah, last time. Now they don't even oh, come Oh, they're together. heels now, so... But we don't see the, the, the little lively little thing whatever it's the, just, it's just they thing. have the they have the jobber entrance they're already in the ring once the show starts is back on the air yeah anyway they, they won with the high, the uh, mojo they, and Zach. they actually made their debut here in Houston they yeah. did smackdown yes. after smackdown after mania mm-hmm. this but, match is pretty quick yeah it yeah, because really yeah, I like looked down and looked back out. It's like, oh, the yeah. match is over. All right. Mojo okay. dominated dominated the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. it ends with the hype writer. The hype writer. They're moving on. Yep. Yeah. Last, yeah. Pretty much. But everyone needs a hype man. That's all I want to say. He ain't hyped. <laughs> Love that guy. So we the next we see AJ and Apollo Cruz. Oh my god, I love this backstage segment because for the fact that AJ just be walking around in the backstage area and say, hey, new face that runs the place. place. I love that. (laughs) The guy's been the face that runs the place everywhere else. So why not SmackDown? Let me give you the reason why. At first they were saying he's just upper mid-card guy. He's too small and he's old. The insult. He's proven (laughs) everyone wrong. And even McMahon, who's apparently on the AJ Styles train right now, he has been really impressed especially after how he made Roman Reigns look really strong in the first two matches at Payback and Extreme Rules. He is, like, all, all for AJ Styles right now. Um, I just kind of was thought it was, it was kind of weird how this whole segment became a spelling bee. Okay. That, it, it got, <laughs> but it's because Daniel Bryan messed up. Messed up. What, Apollo Creed? Yeah, that guy's dead. C-R-E-W-S. Wow, that's kind of cold, man. I mean, Apollo Creed. Come on. This has been years. Okay, well, anyway, yeah. C R E W S. Yes. Okay, I almost messed up. Wow. Um, but and yeah. that's why there was a spelling bee. Did you see that punch that he took? P U N C H. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, let's move on. 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. I do want to mention when when Styles was introduced to go against, in that match against the uh, Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. He was introduced as the guy that was. <laughs> oh, he, right. He would like to be. What was it? Um, he would like to be known as the man, the face, the face that runs the place, right? Yeah, beautiful. He to be it was. To it was amazing. I'm like, yes, yes, thank you. Anyway, this match went pretty quick too, because AJ Styles won with just a phenomenal forearm. I mean, and honestly, about Apollo Cruz, he got called up way too soon. I feel like he's just lost in the shuffle now. Like. He, he should have stayed at NXT because I felt like he could have... He could have won the title. He, and honestly, he needs to work on his mic skills also. But it's kind of not going to work anymore now that we have Nakamura. Yeah, that, he, yeah, there's no one... Actually, that man should never have gone to NXT. That she just went straight to the main roster. But the <laughs> yeah. reason he's down there is because he needs to know how to speak English, right? So... I mean, he, we can understand them, but he could work on it. He has actually pretty good English yeah. than like better Hideo than, than and, Asuka. and Hideo. Like, He's got up there, like, yeah. super quick. Like, he learned real good. It's still broken English, but... Yeah. You can understand yeah. him, for the most part. Yeah, I, you can I can definitely understand, understand him. him. Like, he can hold himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bright calling out Randy Orton. What do you guys think? Bray <laughs> Wyatt calling Bray Wyatt. out Randy Orton. What do I think of that? Um, this, I feel the potential of two things. Either Bray Wyatt can finally get a win over someone big, or it's going to be the same old... Oh, I don't want him to win. Here's the reason why. He's not into this character. No, here's the reason why he has to win, because if he loses to Orton, he's just going to be okay. Ain't going to have anything, you, you, right? talk, you talk with this big game, and then you never, get you never, you never beat anyone. But the only person you actually beat was Dean Ambrose. and That's why Randy that's Orton isn't scared. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in favor of Randy, though. But, I mean, it's yeah, Randy Orton. I like, I like Randy Orton, but I feel like... If they want to help Bray Wyatt advance as a as a potential threat for a world title, Orton has to put him over. But then again, he Orton already did put someone over, being Brock Lesnar. But you know, we'll just see where that goes. Honestly, All right. we'll just have to see what happens next Tuesday. Natalia and Alexa Bliss versus Naomi and Becky Lynch. Um, I'm oh, also Becky Lynch. <laughs> Let's be professional now, Steve. Um, <laughs> Uh, um, I'm kind of not digging Naomi's. Um, I love glow. it. I love glow. it. I love it. Okay, let me. Okay. I, I mean, I like it. I just don't know if the dancing. If I do, I I'm not a big fan of the dancing, well, but she used to be a her power change. Dancer. But she's always changing. But I mean, it's still everything looks still good on her. I did, I really yeah. didn't actually like the full on bodysuit last didn't, time. I didn't like the bodysuit. I mm-hmm. like the change that they gave her because it it's fits pastel. her well. It's kind of looks... pastel and it's all white, but it still yeah. glows and it, there's more glow this time though. There is more glow. It's like her hair, the glasses, the shoes, the outfit, everything glows. Uh, okay, so is her I hair like it's black light it's reactive. Black light yeah, she has awesome. black light reactive hair dye. I'm just, Amazing. I'm just, I'm just happy she's back as a face because I just didn't believe her as a heel. No, I mean, no, yeah. I didn't either. And I feel like this is her best potential to actually do something with this character because I feel like the first time she was a face I mean yeah she was a great athlete but that's all they knew her for hey do you know I'm pretty sure I've told you told you guys these before but mm. the one thing I like about Smackdown is that they're showcasing all these women oh of course but oh, yeah. I don't know if that's just because there's a new belt or hopefully after I don't the know. belt they stay they keep they like her because that's, like, they're on doing Raw, like a good move on Raw women. we only see Be- uh, no Bailey, Charlotte Dana and Sasha Yeah. but now we can't even see Sasha because she's no. injured where's yeah. Alicia Fox exactly <laughs> I've only seen her like once since the draft yeah and that's a girl who's kind of improved yeah she's improved in the ring since I, since I first saw her and she's been there forever too yeah she has she's you, stuck it out what do you think of the match 
Um, I'm always gonna let you take this because you're a huge, you're very passionate, you're, uh, about, very passionate about the women's wrestling. So right. I would you, like for you to go on with it. You want me to? T- all right, let me tell you about the women's wrestling. I am a big advocate of it. I felt like at WrestleMania, like they I actually s- stole. Remember what I said earlier? You, you're wearing the making history. Yes, sure. they <laughs> stole the show, in my opinion. I mean, I did love Shane's spot when he fell off the Hell in a Cell, but I felt like the best technical wrestling match was was this triple threat match and. I just I'm, I just love uh, women's wrestling. But anyway, in the match, um, obviously Nikki Bella was on commentary. Um, it was a good, technically sound match, but um, eventually Carmella attacks Nikki out of nowhere. Bliss rolls up Becky Lynch, which by the way, I'm getting sick and tired of Becky Lynch taking all these pinfalls. My mom is actually mad about that too, and she doesn't watch wrestling as much. She just knows I'm a huge fan, and then she's like, why do I always see Becky lose? And I'm like, Mom, it's not her fault. It's true, though. When, when was the last time you seen uh, Charlotte take a pin from someone that's, you know, not, let's say, the biggest star in the women's Becky division? Becky tapped at Mania. Becky tapped at Mania. So she had to take that. Becky tapped at Battlegrounds to Natalia, and then the next day, the next, actually, SmackDown, he, she actually won. Um, yeah, and then when Bliss, on her birthday... Uh, she she beat Becky with a uh, twisted bliss. I mean, she's taking all these pins. I feel like she's the only person out of the four horsewomen who is. She's the real underdog though right now. Yes, yeah, I mean yeah, is. Bailey. They say she's the underdog, but she is. She's been over since she was at NXT. It took Becky a lot of work to get over down there, and even though she did get called up before Bailey, I she was the first one introduced. Introduced, and yet she's the. <laughs> Only one out of the four horsewomen to never mm-hmm. hold an NXT or women's title. I'm give just, Becky a chance. I'm just saying, hashtag, hashtag give hashtag Becky, give a, Becky chance. a chance. But I'm hoping, I'm praying that that Becky will win that title at Backlash. But I am hearing Nikki Bella. Because she's more established. More established. I, they're saying she's going to win. But, well it's, well, it's better than having Eva Marie as the first <laughs> women's champion. Which, by the way, that was the original plan. Before her suspension. Yeah. You were going to have all read everything as champion. And no, don't get me you. started on Eva Marie. But I digress. Well, I have to talk about her later. But. Yeah. But, <laughs> Again. But I digress. I'm, I'm happy to see the women getting attention on SmackDown. I love that it's the wrestling show. and mm-hmm. I love watching Bliss in the ring. Oh, yeah. Like, I love she's watching She's such her. a great smack talker. In yeah, the she ring. is. Um, resting Bliss face. But I'm just, I'm just happy um, these girls are getting a chance. And I can't wait to see that six-pack pal- challenge at backlash i'm really excited about that hopefully um, my girl bex wins shout out to becky for promoting for the promo hey this is the last kicker becky lynch and you're listening to schedule for one fall let she me, did this more than once too she, let me tell hey. you about this i waited in the sun she was like one of the last ones to come in and i was sunburned all over my back Dude, but you know we know becky's all she's so genuine she loves her fans yeah. she will stay for everybody i was like hey becky remember we have the flowers remember access Oh, we were cut off. Oh, yeah. We waited in that line for three hours. She came. She's like, I'm not leaving you guys. And I'm like, bless you. She's the real MVP. No, KD. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you guys don't know that, it's Kevin Durant. Um, she basically... But, oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're basically cool with Becky right now. She's... We're her, her friends. Be hey, friends. Steve, how many times have you met her? Uh, Six times in three weeks. How many times has she asked about me? 
more <laughs> more than I'd like for her to ask. But hey, that's a different story. You guys will go into that another we'll time. Into that time <laughs> or just go to our social medias. You'll see. You'll see. We yeah. we cool with her. We're like her, her her best friends. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> she said it. I didn't even. We didn't even say it. She was like, "Oh, my friends are here." You mean she might say friends. that to everybody, but oh, be friends. It's, it's really special when a, when someone yeah. when you look up to somebody and they tell you that things like that. They might say it to everybody, and people might think people are getting they remember paid. Remember your face. Yeah, and what feeling. I hate is when other fans just knock all other fans off by saying, "Oh, you know, they get paid to say that stuff." Oh God. No, they don't. But, um, there are some people who do. Yeah. Not gonna name them, but yeah, but, um, we know who's real. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not get, stupid. I mean, <laughs> I'm not get, twelve. But Becky Lynch, I mean, hell, um, I'm just, I'm just a big fan. Just. Yeah, okay, okay, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, all right. Before we cry, <laughs> Headbangers versus Heath Slater and Rhino. This is another semifinal qualifying match. Wow, the Headbangers. What? It's been 16 years. They since... really couldn't find nobody. I, I mean, guess. I mean, they could have brought Kurt Hawkins. Just saying, shout out to That's Kurt Hawkins. That's next week. I know, but I'm, I mm-hmm. can't wait for Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. You think um... he's going to fall into the Ginger Mahal ca- category? You know, you know he is. But I like his fact dropper gimmick, which, by the way, he did steal from Tyson Chandler. Just saying. But yeah, um, Slater and Rhino. Did you um did you guys see the Heath's kid signs? Oh, oh my <laughs> that god. Was hilarious. Oh my god, that was so hilarious. How many kids does he have? <laughs> He's so over. They all don't go to school apparently. Yeah. <laughs> They're he, just out back. He is so over like and the whole rhino thing it it makes it just more funny. I me. I want one the of those signs. With the cheese. With cheese. I don't understand that. He did it to every single cracker too. I want one of those signs though because I, you remember when we met our friend um, a lot of poems, I think his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave us the Cesaro, Cesaro, Cesaro section. He gave us the Cesaro section signs. I saw him by the way. He always like hits me up whenever he's out and he's up in, in an event and stuff like that. It's yeah. crazy and it's like so easy to run into him because he's so tall. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> Anyways. Did you guys um you guys do you guys think that the reason why Heath Slater is getting so much attention is smart is partly because of the smarks in the crowd? Honestly, other than that, I feel like he's actually connecting with the casual fans because he's such a hilarious guy. I mean, he's that lovable loser, you know. Yes. Oh. I mean, I, I, to me, he's a winner. But let's be honest, a lot of people see him as that lovable loser, and he is doing such a marvelous job putting himself over. And you know what? I know it's a long shot, but I kind of hope they do go all the way. But let's be honest. Alphas. When do we? The, about, yeah. The American alphas. Are alphas. And in a career alone, when do we ever get what we want? Like exactly. for someone's. And he's pretty accomplished. I mean, he came in with the Nexus, won a tag team title there. Went the with the core. The core won a tag team title also, and then he just fell into this and a job. You gotta give him props for sticking it out. Yeah. You. He could have left a long time ago. And made it somewhere else. Yeah, but hey, he's got a secure job. He's mm-hmm. he, he seems to actually enjoy what he's doing. So there are some people who just do this for a living, or and some people who actually enjoy it. Yeah, you're not just happy to be there, but you also want to make an impact. Yeah. Okay, there was a filler moment. The milkman. Oh, and milkman. he was undressing himself. Oh yeah, then, he went down to his tidy, tidy whities. And then the original demon, Kane. I said that the, the original, original demon. demon. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Finn's gonna be the new demon. Yeah. Or demon he's the king. king. That sounds too close to Demon Kane. Demon Kane. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. My brothers always win. my brothers are always saying, Oh, Demon Kane and I'm like, No. <laughs> Anyways, he tried to put his clothes back on and then <laughs> was it necessary to have this? No, I just think they ran out of 
Don't they have enough? We people? needed like three minutes. <laughs> Couldn't they make the Baron Corbin Dean Ambrose match just three minutes longer? Was yeah. that just too much to ask, or did or did Kane? Because so, it just left AJ up on the rope a little bit longer. We're gonna transition into this main event. I also want to give a shout out to your friend Baron Corbin guy. Oh, What's Baron his name? Corbin. Jimmy. Let Good old know. Jimmy. Yeah, I want to tell it. Don't feel don't feel ashamed to support your favorite athlete. You know, you don't need to feel like you should like or dislike someone just to impress others. I mean, I'm always a, I'm always in favor of unpopular opinion, oh, yeah. and and I stand by that. So if you like John Cena, go for it. I know this guy doesn't like him, but no, 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 it's okay. We don't need to hear that right now. We don't need to. We don't need you to break your glasses or anything or break this that was microphone. One time. Um, anyways, if you don't like Dean Ambrose, that's perfectly fine. In the end, we're all con- we're all connected through a common interest, and it's wrestling. Way, I probably don't like you if you don't like Dean Ambrose. Let's By the way, it. Baron Corbin did say hi to us while we were waiting outside. So shout out to Baron Corbin. Baron he also Corbin doesn't like chairs. Is a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't like to sit down. <laughs> Yeah. He's a really chill dude, though. He is, yeah. So with the way SmackDown Live ended, I want to remind people that that um, that don't favor these kinds of bits. That it's wrestling. That that with the way it ended, you know, with the um, AJ on the top rope and Dean just kind of torturing him there <laughs> the a little, little bit. Handshake again. If <laughs> the people who don't who don't yeah. people who don't favor that stuff, th- it that's what that's it. That's wrestling. It's, wrestling is entertaining. It's that's entertaining, what it is. Yeah. It's supposed to provoke emotions. And if we're talking about it, then they're doing their jobs right. I do want to, I do want to give a shout out that it was a really good match. But Baron Corbin looked pretty good in this match. He did cross oh, paths with Kane. He did do a good job. Yeah. Did, so look out for. I think Kane will possibly put yeah. Corbin over them crossing paths. The Demon and the Lone Wolf. And the Lone Wolf. That should be pretty good, especially because I still think. I think Kane, I would like that. Yeah. I, Kane still got it, even though he's much older. He can still he's do still the job. It, yeah. yeah, he really is. All right, so um, I actually want to make a few announcements mm-hmm. from talking. Yeah, snack. go ahead. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan obviously announced that at Backlash it would be The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler for the IC title. Um, Slater and Rhino had a pretty funny interview. R- Rhino actually b- does want to help Heath Slater win a contract, but he also wants to hold a tag team title in the U.S. because he's never actually held a tag team title in the United States ever. Wow, I was shocked too. He owned, the last title he held tag team title he ever held was in Europe. And people and- aren't really giving Rhino the credit. Yeah, they all they all just say, "Oh, he's gotten so much bigger, and just he needs to leave." And I'm just like, "Dude, again, respect your veterans." And, a, and another big point. Well, actually, it was a for me a WTF moment. Um, when Daniel Bryan and Renee Young were actually interviewing uh, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan mentioned TNA. WTF? He said TNA. Wait, on, you can't say that. You can't say <laughs> TNA on on. They didn't say it on the Edge and Christian show. On the network. I know. Yeah. I was so shocked. Forever. They did T and A, which is the um. Testing Albert. Yeah. But yeah, I was shocked. But anyway, Styles says that the reason he will beat Dean Ambrose is because he can adapt. And personally, I like Dean Ambrose, but I'm pulling for my boy. Oh my god! I don't. I don't know who to go with with AJ this. Styles, because I feel like. He's a, the person I'd be okay with taking the title I mean, away from Ambrose, a, and that's coming from a huge Ambrose I've a, fan. I've been a fan of AJ more than I've been a fan of Dean, and I'm just so torn. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a good match. I feel like they're going to both show off their, their sets of skills, and I just can't wait for Backlash. I'm really excited, and I'm pretty sure Styles isn't going to win it there, but I know before the end of the year, Styles is somehow going to get that title. I believe that. You can believe that. Believe that! I'm sorry. I had to. That was a pun. Okay, okay, uh, okay. That wraps up the SmackDown portion. 
and we're gonna take another quick break and i guess we'll just play the smackdown theme song but when that we come works. back we're gonna yeah well when we come back we're gonna talk about this week's nxt we're back at it again <laughs> okay, with the <guys>. wrestling <laughs> okay let's talk about nxt guys so if y'all haven't been watching NXT, I would encourage you all to do so. You need to. It's on the network. And I can assure you nine ninety nine. Yeah, I can assure you that it's all worth it. There's so much content there. So we open up with a medic revealing to general manager William Regal that Samoa Joe cannot compete due to a jaw, jaw injury. Jaw, yeah. Which uh, Nakamura dislocated in the match at TakeOver when he got Legit. Him with, legit. When he uh, got him with the... They call it the Kinshasa, but I'm going to be traditional in New Japan, call it the Bumbaye kick, and got him flush. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to say. Flush. No, you guys say it like Corey Graves or it doesn't uh, count. Do you, do you guys think that Samoa Joe is going to hang around at NXT for a while? Here's what I think about that. Um, I feel like if he goes to the roster, to the main roster anyway, I feel like he's going to be a tweener. Just like he'll be in the conversation, but he won't be. Especially uh, with AJ Styles on one side, and then you got all the big, big names up on Raw. Exactly. And, um, and if Finn was still there. I don't there, see where he fits uh-huh. in. Right now, I don't see a spot for him on the main roster. If anything. I'm really kind of scared about that. Yeah, I'm scared I love for Joe, because Samoa, Samoa Joe is bat, one of the baddest men mm-hmm. out there. And if calm. anything, I'd be perfectly fine with him being at NXT just a little bit longer. Although, I feel like he should have been caught up a long, long yeah, time ago. Yeah, but now that Shinsuke is around... Oh, it's kind of hard to get anyone over. You know, yeah. what, you know, and think about it. When sh- I feel like, like when, who's gonna beat Nakamura? I, I oh, can't man. see anyone on that. Are like there, who? Do you, like I mean, off the top of your head, you no. can't think of anyone that's gonna. I mean, it was go so hard Nakamura. to think of who was gonna be Finn. <laughs> exactly. And along came Samoa Joe. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Joe right. singing his theme song. Can you believe this? Dude, Joe's gonna kill you. <laughs> I don't. Um, I believe that. <laughs> how excited were we all when we saw the ten countdown? 10, 10, 10, 10. Oh my God. It's great to see this Finally. man. It's great to see this man back. We saw him back at the takeover, you know, before the show actually, the actual show started. But man, it's great to see this man. Um, He is so over, guys. What's taking you guys so long? Call him up. Give him some kind of something to do. There's another don't, hashtag. Give, t- give Tyler Don't do him like they did to Tyler Breeze. I was upset about oh that. Oh my God. Breezango. Yeah. Oh God, Tyler Breeze. Fabrice. Tragic. <laughs> I'm not going to say Breezango. <laughs> oh, what do you think of the it's match? It was, he, Ty Dillinger looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he won, so yeah, he won. bless. Although I did like Corey's commentating about how he made Murphy seem like he has the worst luck in the world. He said that he was supposed to be in Brooklyn, but he missed his flight because <gasps> oh, yeah. he locked his, himself out of the house and left his keys inside. I was like, dude, you're making lost- it seem like he's the worst. He's got the worst luck ever. Anyway, I do like Ty Dillinger's new uh, finisher, uh, the tiebreaker, or in Japan it's called the Ushi Kabushi. Yeah, that's right. I learned that, guys. More Ronaldo teaching me things. But yeah, I feel Ty is looking strong right now. I'm glad he took those that time off, and let's see what they'll do with the perfect 10. Okay, then the revival attacks Champa. Oh God, man! Mm-hmm. They just don't mess with they, DIY. They, they destroyed Champa. I mean, Gar- Gargano right now is just recovering from those that knee injury that the revival did to him, and then the match he had against T.J. Perkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I love T.J. Perkins. Oh, yeah. Shout Sorry. out to T.J.P. Man, I feel like he's gonna do good in. Mm-hmm. Cruise rate. Yeah, but anyway, he, he was a heart. He was another heart and soul. But uh, any, a TNA. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um. They shattered mach- they shattered mach- him shattered machined him out of the freaking ring and Ugh. who's gonna challenge the revival for those tag team titles? I mean, the only legitimate team to actually 
TM61. TM61, but they just took a loss to the Authors of Pain and whatever. They got names now. They have names now. Rizar and some other. Actually, you forgot it. I put the tattooed one and the other one. He has a name, but they sound the same. Rizar and the other one I can't remember because that's how lame the name was. It's okay. Corey Graves didn't even remember Hyon's name. No way, Jose. And Angelo Dawkins. Jose, no way. You got to put that man Angelo Dawkins over. The curse of greatness. Stir that pot. Stir that pot. Right? No way Jose wins, though. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty obvious he was going to win. How did the con- Was it the conga line that he has? Conga line. Yeah. That's just... I don't know. It's fun to watch, but then again, I also feel like the gimmick is kind of not appropriate. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's kind of it's too racist. stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, there you go. To blatantly put it, I didn't really want to use that word, but it's okay. Anyways... I'm gonna go skip again. Um, Loafer boy and banana. Oh god. <laughs> well, first off, let me go back just a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. With Tommy, he cut a promo saying he's disappointed in Aries for because he's such a baby and that he can't take pain, just gather his ring, or he's gonna put him to sleep. And of course, and of course, Aries did have to respond. But first, it started off with La Sombra, as I call him, but. Andrade saying almost to you people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he wasn't happy that he lost that takeover. But but then Aries and his banana were not happy because he feels disrespected and feels like people want to make a name off of him. And then then Cien starts talking to him in Spanish, and he's like, whoa, 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 I didn't get my Rosetta Stone certification yet, which was so hilarious. I died. He's like, yes, Aries. Hey, like, there's a reason why Austin Aries is a good... Dirty heel. Dirty heel. Which, man. by the way, you can pick up that shirt at tnashop.com for five dollars. Not like me. I, I waited. $10. I did not wait. Yeah. Well, I'm unemployed. You never so wait. <laughs> I never wait. Like today, I'm pretty sure I want to go buy some stuff on the shop. But anyway, there now, ain't no good sales yet for me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it was a great promo from him. And Cien says he wants him next week. And Aries is like, "What? I can't hear you because you're talking to the, the ear, bad ear. To the bad, the bad ear that Hideo Itami freaking blew out with his GTS. Which, by the way, he's the one who invented that, not CM Punk. Ah, <laughs> see, people were saying, why is he using CM Punk's move? No, actually, he invented it in New Japan first. Mm. CM Punk took that away from him. But hey, they they both hit it pretty well. But anyway. I think C- uh, not CM Punk. I think Austin Aries is really good at promoting. Um, a healthy lifestyle because <laughs> uh, honestly, bananas, yeah, good, and your vitamins, mm-hmm. check that. And he really likes to talk about oranges, especially with William Regal. I don't know if you <laughs> remember that before uh, Takeover, he was talking to him about the oranges. The dude flies to Texas just for it. For a freaking vegan burger. He literally came one day just to get a vegan burger. burger. But I mean, <laughs> if I really wanted like raisin canes i would drive 40 some minutes just to go get it so i mean i understand it's food we go out of our way when we're in dallas to get yeah, freaking in and out exactly so. we I, went to such chicago to get that pizza, pizza. waited 45 minutes just for that deep dish was it worth it though yeah, yes it was. it was but anyway i'm actually excited for this match because i've seen uh Cien Almas, when he was at CMLL in uh, mexico he's always been great he even beat shinsuke nakamura in new japan for the intercontinental title years ago Aries, obviously, he's the greatest, greatest man ever lived. He's a great wrestler, and I feel like it's going to be a great match. Cool. So, now you want to go into Liv Morgan oh. versus Aaliyah. What? Oh, let me tell you about Liv Morgan. I don't like her. I don't know why. <laughs> There's just something about her I just don't like. Um, She changed her ring attire. I kind of like it, opposed to the other ones. I kind of thought the other one was a little, I don't know, you know, obnoxious. I don't like the cutouts. 
you don't like the cutlets in the pants? Yeah. The okay, that's the thing. That's, <laughs> I think that's the one thing. Are, are we're we talking, talking style now. Aaliyah or oh, Liv we're talking Morgan. about Liv Morgan. I love yeah. Aaliyah's top. Aaliyah's new outfit is, is good, really though. Nice. I mean, I think Breaking Ground kind of just messed up Aaliyah's image for me. Yeah. Breaking K, babe. Yeah. But I, I mean, I want to like her, but it's just that was show. Was she wearing cat ears or was I imagining things? No, she was wearing she, cat ears. She took okay. them off, yeah. The people was, say that she kind of looks like Ariana Grande. That's what I was she saying. Does. I said like Ariana Grande looking, you know. Oh. I uh, mean, what was the image that she wanted? She wanted to be Kim Kardashian. She wanted to be, a like, I heard Brad Stahl versus meets, meets Belly Dancer. Belly Dancer with Kim Kardashian somewhere Yeah, that's there. what I heard. I wasn't impressed with that, though. Mm-mm. But I mean, that's not a gimmick. That's just taking she... other things. But that's what other people do. Like Sasha took parts of other people. Like she took a bunch of rappers' personas and made herself. But I mean, if she could <laughs> just say Kardashian, just kind of throws yeah. everything off. <laughs> but I mean, I guess we can only watch her grow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Liv Morgan won. She did botch her finisher with that reverse uh, I kick. don't think the... the um, Yeah, because I don't think the, the ending of that match was strong at all. No. I was like, that was it? It? Did, it didn't even... I felt like she even missed at one point her freaking uh, kick. But anyway... But after all, NXT is about showcasing the new yeah, talent we'll see where they and go. watching them we'll grow. We'll see where that goes with So her. we end with Shinsuke's um, celebration. Yeah, I mean, the hype is real with that guy. I mean, it's, Remember, a, it's a happening. You when hear he that comes song? Out. Everything just turns up. Yeah, it does. And people just flock all over there. It's like it's a. What, you, you can feel that song, like. Yeah, I can hear it in my head right now. Yeah. I just want to like jam. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> obviously he he did deserve the title. I mean, I feel like. I mean, he's he's beaten everyone in the other roster. Yeah, you know Aries, what I Ballard. loved is when he did the his catchphrase at the end. Oh, the freaking! Uh, I don't want to say it because I could mess it up. Oh, you know what I mean. The thing he did, he says in New Japan. Oh yeah. The, I, the yeah. yeah. That, the, sorry, we, we <laughs> don't want to sound like fools. I saying don't want to do it. I don't want to do him wrong. Like I don't. I don't do it justice. So but, that's just it. Yeah, I'm happy Nakamura's champ. I feel like it's gonna be a good rematch. And, yeah. Uh, that should be a great rematch when they ever fight again. All right. So we should probably take another small break. We're going to play the NXT theme song, which is, by the way, a really, really cool jam. Yeah, I hope they never the change crowd. that song yet. Yeah. And when song. we come back, we're going to go lastly talk about some rumors and headlines. And yeah, so enjoy the song. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that song because I never get tired of it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure these two don't either. So let's just dive right into the rumors and headlines. Okay. So this is just kind of like an update because we all know this it's Finn Balor's return date so like they said it's supposed to be four months on a good note six six months on a bad one apparently five months means Royal Rumble. but but um <laughs> apparently a torn labrum can have talents out up to eight to nine months Oof. that's even worse this really could interfere with Wrestlemania and keep in mind he tore Rumble. more than just his labrum yeah once they got in there there was he tore a pack. He tore some muscles. It was just hanging there, and hopefully comes back before Mania. He told Steve's told me that he doesn't. He just hopes that this isn't anything like a Hideo Itami, because that man had been dis, had disappeared for like a, a year, year and because a half. of complications. A year and a half. So, so hopefully it all goes well. He recovers soon, and he's a week into his recovery, guys. Count I already, I already miss it. Yeah. I already miss him. <laughs> okay, next Alberto Del Rio done with WWE. Did we all see this coming? I mean, they just gave him empty promises. Yeah. 
Well, according to what the contract was, he was supposed to be giving given a main event uh, push? push, and he was actually supposed to ha- have Paul Heyman as his advocate as well. Oh. Yeah. That would have went a lot differently. Yeah, apparently that's what was supposed to happen after the whole United States title thing. And then also, um, he, he was so good with, Min- with Vince McMahon that they were flying in his private plane together. Oh. He was supposed no to legitimately... No wonder he had been pushed a lot. He was, I was always confused when no, I was... No, his contract for that one year was north of $1.4 million for oh. just one year. There was somebody who rejected their contract to make $1.something million. I forgot who it was. Oh, well. Anyways, so... But rep- I, it's been re- it's been reported that he informed WWE through his lawyers that he is opting out of his contract. So he could be he could be free by the end of September. Breaking news. Um he's done. <laughs> so no. he's currently on a thirty day suspension. No, actually after that it's he's done. He already said it. So okay, okay, that's good. Ooh, where do you think he'll end up now? Well, he's he does have an MMA background and before he was gonna go back to WWE, he was thinking about going to his MMA uh a promotion, but WWE made him that offer. He do you think he'll wrestle in Mexico? Well, he might go back to to either AAA, CMLL. Uh, obviously, they have a, a a partnership with uh with uh, Lucha Underground, and I don't know. We'll see where Del Rio ends. <laughs> okay, um, Eva Marie's new look. She's not so much for. But all her red. whole gimmick was it's, all red it's, everything. It's, no, she hashtag this now. <laughs> hashtag all black everything. Yay or nay? No. No? Actually, I, felt, <laughs> I like it. I felt like her red thing was, it was good character so for her. So she's just going to change colors when she changes well, her I mean, hair? She's still on suspension, so I guess. Yeah. She, she, I don't... she went black because uh, it's a dark time for her right now. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's dark. I don't know. I like the natural look. I just. Hope... I definitely didn't like the red hair on her. Oh, yeah. Because I just, I just don't like it on her, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, okay. Mm-hmm. So, nay... Nay? Yay? Nope. nope. I went yay. Sorry. But anyways. Oh man, I just started thinking of the main song. She wears red when she's feeling hot. She wears red when she's feeling hot. <laughs> not no more, she ain't. Um, Rusev and Lana will not be appearing in upcoming live events because they are going to get married again in Bulgaria for a private ceremony for their families. So they're going to miss appearing in overseas tour in london manila and shanghai and the first you know they got married back in july yeah and it's gonna yep and it's gonna it's it's gonna be on total divas yeah Yeah. that was was just like a staged wedding like i wouldn't want that either on superstars was it superstars yeah they were on superstars yeah that they weren't actually on the show of raw um dixie carter done with tna i'm pretty pretty sure we had covered this in the TNA portion, but you know it's been said she pretty much has no more power, and she's been pretty much done. And yeah, Billy Corgan is the new president. On her way out, and well, let's see what Billy Corgan can do with this. Uh, I have faith in him. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Made Sam anniversary a success, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Wait till Bound for Glory. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, James Storm quits TNA again. Really? Did you oh, guys hear something that? Something I did not hear about. There's a rumor that he might be done with TNA. I, I'm not sure what happened, but it seemed that there were contract um, obligations oh, and I other did, stuff that happened I, backstage. I did hear about the contract negotiations, something about they weren't being fulfilled. He did saying, quote, due to some things that happened this Thursday on at Impact Wrestling, it seems I can't talk about things yet due to some legal BS. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he deleted this tweet, but this is what I read. 
So then this rumor goes on about how he might be returning to WWE NXT and teaming with Bobby Roode. We all love beer money, but would it do well in WWE? Could beer money be a thing? Bobby Roode needs to stay on his own. Exactly. He's the... He's, He's a glorious. glorious. Yeah. Glorious. Give <laughs> me to it. The anyway. man just is just going to stare at you and be like, whatever. And, and anyway, um, James Thorne, he never should have left the first time. Just saying. Never should have oh. left the first time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so speculation as to who will break Brock Lesnar's streak in WWE. Okay, I, word of mouth says that Goldberg could possibly be one of the people yeah, I to hear return Goldberg's and supposed beat. to. I even heard Kurt Angle, but Kurt Angle's thrown in in everything. Yeah, Kurt, they're, they're not bringing Kurt Angle back with all the neck injuries he's had over the years. There's the no only way, way Kurt back. Angle should come back would be with Alphas. The manager of the American <laughs> Alphas. Yeah. Or when they wanted someone to break Rusev's streak. Or yeah. as a GM for um, SmackDown. That was just a high point. Oh, true. That was, he was legit with the wheelchair and all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> that would have been pretty good, too. Okay, we talked about this earlier. Uh, Luke Gallo's wife upset with Dana Brooks' involvement with the club this with the clubs match yeah it's yeah you know she overreacted yeah she overreacted but hey it's whatever she's actually another wrestler too yeah she's on the shimmer promotion Mm -hmm. so maybe we could just see someone fight out something i don't know right oh and we talked about cesaro might be out of action yeah he suffered multiple contusions to the lumbar there you go the lumbar Lumbar spine yeah there you go I saw his butt bone hit the post really hard. I was like, oh, that must be it. It was basically his final area. So, yeah. Yeah, he, okay. He tweeted, well, I guess I'm not working out or anything this week. Oh, man. I hate people. No, no. You know, take sad. A, take, a, take a break, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, last one. Kurt Angle on Conor McGregor's anti-WWE comments. So, I'm sure you know that UFC fighter made, that this UFC fighter made some not-so-nice comments, and it made a... It caused the WWE main uh, main rosters to backlash. Yep. And well, the w, the former WWE superstar Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle said that the reason for his comments might be because he's interested in a career in WWE. I think that's true. I think this is part of this is like part of a show. I think he's trying to like promote something. He said or they've s- introduced the platform. Yeah. To each other, basically. Yeah, I feel like this. <clears throat> something will happen between them. I mean, he is the biggest star in MMA right now. He is the featherweight champion, and um, I don't know. I can see him in so doing a shtick in WWE. How do you guys feel about having someone from UFC transition into WWE? Because I mean, we see WWE superstars transition from U from from um, WWE the, to yeah, UFC to UFC, and then they just get bashed on. Like I'm pretty sure everyone's rooting for CM Punk to get his ass kicked. Oh, yeah. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think? Y- you guys, it'll, it'll be like for fans and the WWE roster. If when a UFC fighter joins the the WWE roster, it's different than Brock Lesnar's situation because yeah. he was WWE superstar and a UFC fighter. But he was yeah. actually, but Brock Lesnar was actually a legit wrestler in at the University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So his his style could translate into a uh, into the UFC. Conor McGregor, I mean, he could. Do you think he's style, gonna have to soften up? Oh yeah, because his style is. Straight, let's call it a strong style. He will kick your head off. He will choke you out too. So, um, honestly, I feel like the transition from UFC to WWE would be much easier because he does have background like grappling skills. Mm-hmm. So that would be so you much. You need easier to know the him. basic stuff. Yeah, too. unlike Punk, who pretty much had to start from scratch. He never actually had true like wrestling or 
or jujitsu or nothing. He's pretty much a brawler. I, I just like his attitude with how with how you know why can't I do this too? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I, I like. respect that about. I've been watching uh Punk's little special on the UFC mm-hmm. past the evolution of Punk. Um, I don't know. I, it kind of makes me just want to cheer for him a little bit more because I just want to see like he actually. I guess we'll find out later this month. He left and he's doing something he wants to try, and I respect that about him. Yeah. He's working pretty hard for it, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Cruiserweight Classic. And for the meantime, just enjoy this next track. Okay, so since we didn't catch Cruiserweight Classic last night, apparently Norma had some had network technical difficulties. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was just kind of, I don't know exhausted a little bit um so steve is gonna take it over for now um little cwc action uh update what happened at the last show uh, akira tozawa beat grant versus grand metalik that was a really good match i mean high flying and in the end uh metalik actually i was surprised metalik actually uh beat akira tozawa with a fisherman driver um. Also, I wanted to say something about the Cruiserweight Classic. It kind of feels, it gives me a little little taste of like, not really a little like a hint atmosphere of um, boxing because every it's like more pride Yeah. because every, there are people representing other countries and that's what boxing is, is all about your pride other too, countries. right? Yeah. So when I see things like this, I'm just like, oh man, do I go for my country? Or do I go for America? Or do I go for my favorite? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, I, I love the CWC. I love what they've done with it. Um, I can't wait for the cruiserweights on Raw in like less than three weeks. It should be high flying action. I really I, wish we saw that at our show though. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> I love cruiserweights. They were always my favorite division. Oh, cruiserweights, yes. Uh, second match, uh, Kota Ibushi versus D. Brian Kendrick. <sighs> the post-apocalyptic so, D. Brian Kendrick. It's such a hard spot to put yourself in. I was, I was so sad. My boy, Brian Kendrick. Uh, the Wizard of Odd, as freaking Marvinalo calls him. <laughs> um, he lost, but he showed... I enjoyed his heel tactics, trying to get Ibushi off his game. And um, um, Ibushi won, could say, you could say, he's probably going to win this, or Zack Sabre Jr. But Zack Sabre Jr. is because he's rumored to win that. Yeah, I'm, I don't know who to pull for in the final four, but um, whoever wins, they will deserve it. And one more thing, um, Lucha Underground Season 3, next Wednesday, September 7th. Um, can't wait to see what on the, the L Ray Network. On the L Ray Network. Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to watch it by other means. But um, yeah, because I can't wait. Comcast is it? Com- no, it's it's Uverse. Uverse. Don't on their game. Don't carry that L Ray Network. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited to find out what's gonna happen between Katrina and Ivalice, Dario Cueto, um, Pentagon Junior against his former master, and if Sexy Star will actually be the first Lucha Underground champion. That's right. Oh. Sh- crap yeah exactly <laughs> so can't wait for lucha underground cero miedo love that boy pentagon jr and um, i can't wait a whole wait. new revolution of woman's evolution going down there mm-hmm. okay so this is going to conclude our first ever episode of schedule for one fall i want to thank everyone who tuned in to listen coog radio for giving us the chance to do this and the wrestlers who took the time to help promote our show if you want to know more about each of us, you can read about us on our official website at sf1fpodcast.com. And, th- and through that, you can find our social media links. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, you can also follow <laughs> us via Twitter at, and Instagram at, again, at sf1fpodcast. And like us on our Facebook page at Schedule for One Fall. We want to know what you guys what you guys thought about the show and your opinions. We're open to constructive criticism, but, you know, don't be a... A meanie about it, I guess. I'm gonna do something worse. But... 
Weenies <laughs> Don't be a stupid idiot, I guess. Are <laughs> oh, you stupid idiot? Um, what do you guys want to hear us talk about? We can only hope to get bigger and better with each episode. Thank you for thank you everyone for tuning in and remember you can catch us every Friday at cougradio.com or anytime at sf1fpodcast.com. Too sweet. <laughs>